Hey guys, welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz Siddiqui. Uh, we have a, a new guest today, Kira Wytrowski. You can follow her. That was right, right? Yes, you okay, got good. it right. All right, good. Uh, <laughs> you can follow her uh, on Twitter at PFootball, and the L's are one, so it's PFootBa11. P-F-F-P-F-O-O-T-B-A-1-1. So, Kira, thanks for joining. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. So, Kira's, you know, she... she follow upper hand fantasy on instagram and like she's she's been in the community and like we, we've been talking okay whatever <laughs> but, but like we've been talking and like talking a lot of fantasy and you know we were like it might be a good idea to just jump on the pod and and talk talk football so this is a i guess a special edition of the fan because we never do a wednesday podcast um so you know we, we're gonna go over the playoff matchups some defensive streamers who are the best defenses uh for the playoffs um gonna go over some news who are the best handcuffs to have um, going into the playoffs and what your roster should look like. Like, Do you really need that fourth or fifth wide receiver on your bench or would you rather own a handcuff or extra defense to not only keep them away from your opponents but, but help you out if if things uh, turn out your way? Um, but yeah, so did you pick up anybody this week on the waiver wire? A um, couple people that I was at least trying to pick up. My number one pick would have been Austin Eckler if he was available at all. I think he was available in like 53% of leagues or something. Okay. Um, what is that, on ESPN? Yeah, that was okay. on ESPN. Um, but, of course, I do not have that first waiver priority, so right. someone definitely snatched him up on me already. Um, well, was Gus Edwards or Josh Adams available? Gus Edwards was not available. I okay. did pick him. I picked Gus Edwards up last week because okay. I felt like nice. he had such a good game. I thought maybe he would consistently do right. it. Um, didn't want to miss the opportunity. I ended up burning all my fab on Gus Edwards yeah. last week. Because <laughs> yeah. you know who was my RB2? Jordan Howard in my oh, home league. And I ended yeah. up dropping Yeah, Jordan he's Howard. droppable, I think, at this point. For somebody like Gus right. Edwards, especially. I, I right. mean, I feel that that's appropriate. Right. Um, another one, if I, you're one of the people who have fallen victim to drafting Fournette, like I have, you probably already have secured TJ Yeldon at this point. I mean, you've only had him healthy maybe like four or five games. Isn't it crazy? Like you're like, <laughs> it's okay, so he's disappointing. Back, he's healthy. He's getting like 35 touches a game. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, out of this world. On only every 50, time he's out there, he's actually getting pretty much because he's only playing like 50 percent of snaps. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, um, he's, but yeah, he's no, I mean, incredible, and I I think a lot of people should take into consideration next year when drafting him. He is super injury prone. He's almost has that like uh, bad boy attitude over there with the right. Jaguars. Him and Jalen Ramsey, they just right. can't stay out of trouble. I mean, he literally fought a guy with a helmet on to ruin my fantasy week. Like you're so. really throwing punches at a dude with a helmet. Yeah, on. I can't yeah. trust that guy. No, no, no. Agreed. agreed. <laughs> like everybody who chose, we were just talking about choosing. It was Fournette, Melvin Gordon. Those were a couple of options at the end of the first round. Yeah. And now you know you kind of get a little bit more context. Yeah. You know. Um, it's regrettable now at this point I wish I would have went I mean even though he's injured this week I wish I would have went that Melvin Gordon Christian McCaffrey route I think looking back on it though you can see like okay who is really involved in the passing game right and like if you just went in that direction you would have landed on Gordon you would have landed on McCaffrey Um, you, you would have thought that, okay, maybe McCaffrey wouldn't get goal line looks because Cam would be vulturing. You thought maybe C.J. Anderson would you, be vulturing, you too. You thought he was, a, I mean, not you in specific, yeah. but, I mean, everybody thought that C.J. Anderson was going to be a big factor there right. to take away from Christian McCaffrey. Thought he was maybe only a scat back right. where he could only catch the ball. Um, but he's just been proving exactly. everybody and, and, and wrong. Norv, he blew up this past week. Norv Turner, he's always used one running back yeah. as the workhorse, and we thought that maybe McCaffrey wouldn't do that, but... He's done it, and he's still scoring touchdowns. He didn't score 
um, too many touchdowns in the first half of the season, but over the last yeah. like five or six games, he's been yeah, he's helping the playoff it. push right now. I just gotta hope that he he keeps that momentum. Is he on a lot of your teams? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. my one fantasy team name is Run CMC. That's my best. Yeah, there you go. That's my best one that I got going. Nice, nice, nice. I'm sure he's helping out. Yeah. So we, we talked about Gus Edwards. Uh, so John Harbaugh said that Alex Collins is day to day, probably won't practice. And to me, this is like is basically him saying like we don't really need him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're probably Gus. like, he could take a break. It's all good. Yeah. Gus Edwards has been helping us out just fine. He got 23 attempts last week for 118 yards. He didn't get you the touchdown to get you, you know, over that 20 push. But for me in the ESPN league, he's got 13.8 points in PPR. Right. And that's okay. Like, if, that's, you, if you didn't that's score not a touchdown bad for a pickup. in the past, I'm yeah. fine with that. <laughs> because that means that there's more likelihood. It's just yeah. math. Right. Right. If you don't score a touchdown, like it's just more likely that you'll end up scoring touchdowns. Right. I mean, look at McCaffrey. Yeah. Like I said, unless you're Julio Jones. Unless you're Julio, but <laughs> it could be coming. Like the touchdown yeah. wave could be coming. Yeah, right he now. was on a roll, and now now he's, he pumped the brakes right. as well. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think if he scores again, I mean, that'll be what four touchdowns in five games. That'll yeah. be pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Definitely but yeah. enough so, for him. You know, like with Gus Edwards, though, like. It'll be interesting to see what happens when, you know, Alice Collins is healthy, he's ready to go, mm-hmm. and who knows if he is. It's weird, though, because he's miss, he's been missing these Thursday practices, even though he missed today, but he's been missing Thursday practices for a while and then practicing fully on Friday, and then he's been playing. Yeah. But for whatever reason, last week, the same thing happened. He practiced fully on Friday, and then he was inactive. And, like, if Gus Edwards wasn't killing it, I'm sure. He yeah, they probably would have pushed him to, yeah. to play in that game. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. If I have I have Gus Edwards in one of my lineups this week to make up for Fournette. Um, so I'm hoping to see yeah. him do well. He's playing against Atlanta, who's been a little bit weaker good against matchup. the running backs position. Good, good so. matchup. Yeah. Looking um, for the upside there. Yeah, and like you know, Jamison Hensley, who's a Ravens reporter, they you know they expected they expect Gus to continue carrying the load. But I think it's a legitimate question to see whether this backfield turns into a little bit of a mess <laughs> yeah. when Alex Collins starts getting carries. Yeah. But but we'll see. I think I think for now you just continue to roll him out. Right. And if you have Gus, like you want Lamar Jackson to continue starting. Correct, because he's not throwing the ball too much. Exactly, <laughs> and he's opening up the running lanes yeah. in the middle. Like like when you're defending against Lamar Jackson, you have to guard the edge. Yeah, you got to expect him to run. Exactly, and, he, and, and he, he does. And he will. He's carrying 25, 25 <laughs> yeah. times a game. He's like a running back back there. So th- those those lanes are open for Gus, and that that's what you want. And on top of that. Gus is creating yards after contact too, so that's what that, those are the kind of metrics that you want to see from from, from your yeah. running back. So we're high on Gus. I think so. I think so. <laughs> um, uh, so like I said, let's get into some news. Um, it looks like AJ Green is going to go this week. Uh, not a bad matchup at all against Denver. Um, he'll only see Chris Harris in the slot about thirty percent of the time, but I would assume they would line him up more outside to avoid him and they've done this before with AJ Green this year like they've uh, moved him around to avoid their, their a team's best corner um and yes like yeah there's no Andy Dalton but I, the hope is yeah, that that's that's I mean we've been playing without him now for like if you have him in your lineup he's been out for what now two weeks mm-hmm, was it two mm-hmm. weeks um I have him in one of my lineups I'm still tiptoeing around putting him back in for the people I've already replaced him with. Right, I'm not sure right. well, the thing is I'm like, not sure that I trust this scenario or the situation yeah, as much. Right, for sure. And like Jeff Driscoll, like the, the hope is that he just kind of peppers him with targets. Like and we we've, we've seen this before with like a backup yeah, quarterback lean, coming lean in. Lean on that wide right receiver lean on, one. right? Like can he get like 12 targets? Yeah. If he can, maybe Green can do something with five or six catches. Right. Even if it's like a 50% catch He has catch the scenario. talent to do it for sure. He does. So, so it's tough. Yeah, I mean, um, you you picked him early, you're probably playing him. Yeah, but if you have another alternative, like, you know, you got like, I don't know. 
I, yeah. I don't know who. I mean, I, dra- I drafted up. fairly well there. If yeah. uh, someone that I could replace him with is someone like T.Y. Hilton and Josh Gordon. Especially if Jalen Ramsey doesn't play this week. Yeah. Which, 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 which I is, get is very, yeah, that it's would huge. be big, big deal. Yeah, so Especially Andrew Luck is playing lights out he's football. He's killing it. He's killing it. It doesn't matter who the matchup is. He's no. killing it. This is old Andrew Luck. Yeah. This he is. is. I, I remember I went, um, I'm actually from the Philadelphia area, and I went to the um, Eagles game against the Colts. And I remember they had to put Jacoby Brissett in to throw a Hail Mary for <laughs> yes, him. Yes, I saw And that, that made me really... That was like week two, week yeah, three, Yeah, really like that. Yeah, hesitant yeah, yeah. about Andrew Luck. I had him in so many leagues because I was hoping, right. you know, he would just return to form. And I thought about, you know, trading him away. That's amazing. Freaked me out. And here he is. That, know, big, that, that was a big point for me, too. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I and I'm like, couldn't trust him after crazy. that. <laughs> um, but it seems like he was fine. Yeah, like, he threw pro- that bomb proven to T.Y. He threw that bomb to Ty two weeks ago. Yeah. Um. So he looks that arm. Yeah. Looks I mean, just when fine. Andrew Luck was healthy, two like yeah, two years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Two years ago, I mean, Ty Hillen was leading the league almost, you know, in yeah. receiving yards, and he's really somebody exactly. that could benefit from a healthy Andrew Luck, especially I, with no Jalen Ramsey. And with and the reason why I was so high on Ty coming into this year is because there was no Dante Moncrief on this team, mm-hmm. where like you know Luck without Luck targeting Ty. It was ridiculous. Like he was getting yeah. ten plus targets every single game without Moncrief there, and he was killing it. Yeah. Um. So that's why I was so high on him yeah. coming coming into this year. And he and, fell and, kind of farther in drafts because I think people forgot about the kind of talent that yeah. Ty Hillen possessed because and, and I think he, were, he had a down year. I think they were also concerned about luck too. Yeah. Right. I mean, have him. Yeah, I guess you had to be. He was throwing a tennis ball yeah. <laughs> to like <laughs> right. a week until the game started, exactly. so you exactly. had to be worried. Right. 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 <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, we, we mentioned Jalen Ramsey. Uh, he might be out this week due to a knee injury. So I think T.Y. Hilton probably gets boosted back close to, like, must-start territory um, if he doesn't play. So I, I doubt they shadow him with A.J. Bouye. He'll probably mm-hmm. stay on that side, so he'll avoid him um, a good amount. Um, another piece of news, Mitch Trubisky, he's day-to-day. He, he also might not play this week, so if you were betting on him this week, you, you just might want to make sure you have a backup option. Yeah, you might want to fade people like Allen Robinson, too. Right. Exactly, exactly. Um, but if you're looking forward... Trey Burton also let for down. For sure. He, he's been letting down even yeah. with Mitch, honestly. Um, but if you're looking forward to the playoffs, he has crazy upside in weeks 14 and 15 against the Rams and Packers, both at home. Um, the thing with like going into the playoffs, sometimes you're going up against like really, really good teams. And you, you want to aim for upside when you can. Trubisky probably has a safe, somewhat safe floor. Yeah, I mean, um, he's surprised. He really did. I mean, he might not be the best quarterback like when you're looking at him on film, but he's going to get it fantasy done for fantasy. Fantasy-wise, though, he, he gets it done. I mean, that's that's one thing you have to separate is real-life football from fantasy exactly. football. And Mitch Trubisky is someone that, I mean, you'll be lucky if he's even on the waiver to pick him up now. Most people have him as backup. Yeah, some people dropped him because, uh, you know, he was hurt, you know, and, and it depends on what kind, what kind of league, league yeah. you're in. Like, right now, you, you're... You can start a quarterback, and chances that he'll get more than twenty plus points is pretty high now. Yeah, it wasn't like that. I like, mean, two it, years it ago. is. It's actually funny. I was just thinking about um, Aaron Rodgers the other day because I I used him in my FanDuel, and I was yeah. highly disappointed this week. I don't know if yeah. that collarbone is still affecting him. Or I don't what. think so. I just is think he he's just, just playing. Off. You know, he's just off right now. And that's that's a, you're the first quarterback probably coming off of the board who's who's oh, been yeah. underperforming really badly. If, if you see Aaron Rodgers on the board in like the sixth, seventh round, you're like, oh, yes, yeah, steal. And, and you think you think you you have it in the bag at right. this point. I was going to take her, I think, in the sixth or seventh round in one of my. Well, leagues. when he falls that far, you, you almost and feel like you have to. Him, to. Someone took him ahead of me, and thank, I was like, oh, thank that damn. person. <laughs> but then I ended up picking up Patrick Mahomes. 
Mahomes. Oh darn! You know, so King Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and that's like, one thing about um, even like when I'm drafting, I, I do wait on a quarterback. You could have landed yourself right. guys like Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. Drew Brees fell so far he back, you know, really for did. someone that used to be like the third quarterback really off did. the off the draft board. Right. Andrew Luck, Matt Ryan, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Andrew Luck is somebody that I wanted Goff. to. Uh, Goff too, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Um, now, if you have Josh Gordon, are you were hoping that Xavier Rhodes wouldn't play this week? Um, after what seemed like a terrible hamstring injury. Like, it was like <laughs> IR worthy, like when you look at it, right? I thought they were bringing out the cart for that man. He was... No, but he wanted the drama, it seemed like. The way yeah. he was limping off that field, I've never seen anyone limp off a field like that before. <laughs> it seemed like he tore, he tore that thing. Yeah, he tore happened. his hamstring right um, off. But he was like, no, 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 no cart. I want everyone to watch me walk off this field right Painfully. now. Painfully. It was terrible. And slowly. Um, but Mike Zimmer, he said that there's a good chance he plays. Um, and so, yeah, he seems like a bit of a drama queen to me. I don't know what happened. Um, cause like, yeah, he if, pulled a LeBron James if you guys didn't there. see it, like basically what happened was like, he got, he got caught, right? Like he, he gave up a catch and then like he gets up and then all of a sudden he grabs his hamstring, goes to the ground and he's down there for a little bit. And then he's walking off the field, um, like in this weird way, like whether like his his, his knee didn't off. bend. He looked like Forrest Gump when he got those braces on his legs. <laughs> right, <laughs> he yeah. kind of walked off like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, just just watch it. Hit me up and let me know what you think about that. Yeah. It's it's too funny. Um, was it dramatic? <laughs> it really was. So <laughs> let's get it. So uh, first, let's talk about the the handcuffs. Now, you know, a lot of people are. If you're in Yahoo League, you probably picked up your guys yesterday. But if you're in any other league, it, the chances are that you're probably picking up guys tonight. Um, so the best handcuffs handcuffs that are available, like if you have the, the starters for these handcuffs, like I think it's a necessity to own. Um, Especially around when the playoffs are right around the corner. Exactly. People are, Only you now. know, the wear and tear of the season has come on them. Um, the injuries, they're going to happen. Uh, you don't want to find yourself in a position where, you know. You made it all this far. Yeah, and Todd Gurley even last week was a little hobbled. His ankle I guess was bothering if him. If you had Todd Gurley, how nervous were, were oh you? Oh my God, you were sweating bullets. Right. I was sweating bullets. Yeah. I have Todd Gurley. Right. So what did I do? I instantly picked up Malcolm Brown yeah, the next week yep. so that I could reassure myself, you know, exactly. I'm not without. Exactly. So like, you know, you, you can have like a backup running back or wide receiver on your bench, but outside of that, like I would probably just stock up on handcuffs, yeah. stock up on defenses. I also um, wouldn't want any of my opponents to one-up me and have an injured Todd Gurley and they pick up Malcolm yes. Brown and play him against me and just shove it down my exactly. throat. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I also think about that when I'm picking up anybody. I think, um, but I think that's anybody. a good point, That's equally important mm-hmm. because you don't want... You don't pick, pick up, up your opponent's handcuffs for the for the playoffs, yeah. you know, like, like, let them I'm, go down. Like, I'm... I have Jameis on my bench because yeah. I know who, I know who I'm probably going to play in Week 14, right. and like they have terrible QB, their QBs have terrible matchups. They have Brady and, and you have Goff, to look at that. And in Week 14, they don't have good matchups, yeah. and I'm like, like there are other guys that he can pick up, but Jameis just has a, such a high ceiling. Yeah, you don't want him to put up 40. On exactly. Him, you know? Like I'm okay with him picking up like, uh, let's see who has a good matchup Week 14. Um, there's a couple of guys who you know who can score twenty points, sure, right? You know, but it's not like you know he's picking up somebody who's going to put up because I know I know Matt, Saints, like Matt Stafford. He, I mean, he's probably on on waivers even, at this point. He gets Baker, Arizona, even Baker. Like Baker. Baker's been killing it, but is he going to score thirty? I don't know. No. Right. So that, that's that that's kind of what I'm, I'm leaning towards. So yeah. that, Fan- so fantasy could be a cold game. I mean, you got to look at who you're playing. <laughs> you really have to. And, you know, there's been times I've picked up like I've noticed that somebody had a bye week and uh, like uh, anything like 
I, I always just have to consider like, oh, they haven't picked anybody up yet. That if course. they had an injury or something, I'm going to pick up of the course. guy that they should be picking of course. up. And that's exactly. why people listen to the podcast to get that edge on somebody yeah. um, is to know who to pick up because not everyone is, is paying attention like that. So. Exactly. Exactly. Catch, anyway, catch any, them off guard. Any way you can get, you know, the, I mean, I was going to say upper hand, but that would sound really weird. <laughs> that would be very uh, <laughs> cliche. <laughs> uh, so Spencer Ware, right? He is like one of the guys that, for me, he's probably the, the best handcuff. Yeah. If, if I had to choose one, Ta- talent wise alone, him, you know, he, yeah. he he used to run the Kansas City backfield, so we know that he's capable exactly. and, of and taking over Kareem Hunt's role. He is already their passing down back, right? Mm-hmm. Like Kareem Hunt isn't their passing down back right now. Spencer Ware is the one who comes in on third downs and in passing situations, right. in most passing situations. So he can be even more valuable than Kareem Hunt. Now Kareem Hunt is like he's he is explosive. He's a much better playmaker. Yeah, but Spencer Ware would be on the field for. 90% of snaps, you know, opposed to Kareem Hunt, who's playing like, like, so let, let's see. So Kareem Hunt played like 68% of snaps, 70% of snaps, but he's not getting that full compliment. Right. Um, Spencer Ware is. But if Kareem Hunt were to go down, if he missed the game, Spencer Ware would get all of the work. Correct. Um, so Malcolm Brown, you mentioned him. Um, you know, John Kelly can get some work, but it'll primarily be Malcolm Brown for the yeah. most part. Um that's even one thing uh, with Fournette um, and Yeldon. I don't think that I'm picking up Hyde anywhere in PPR. Okay. I don't PPR, think that's right. somebody that um, is going to benefit for yeah. me in that position. Uh, right. Maybe standard, I'd consider it yeah. definitely over, sure. over Yeldon. He'll probably be the primary early down back. He just doesn't get the volume and the work like right. Fournette does. Exactly. And, and they're not gonna he's not him... the same Carlos Hyde you had at the beginning of the season. Exactly. And he's not Fournette either. Like They're yeah. comfortable giving Fournette 25, 26 carries. I don't know if they're going to be comfortable giving him right. that. Um, but but we'll see. I mean, they, they probably do want to establish the run. They're going to see what they can do. But, you know, the Colts have been actually pretty stout against the run this year. So Yeah, yeah that defense took a step forward. And they also forward. lost uh, their star guard, too. So yeah. that, that's going to be interesting. Um, uh, Gio Bernard, he's a yeah. three-down back as well. We've seen him get close to 90% of snaps um, in the one or two games without Joe Mixon. This year, he's in a similar situation as Spencer Ware is the guy who primarily is Catch the him. passing down guy, but will assume that early down work, goal line carries if Mixon were to go yeah. down. And Mixon, yeah, Mixon's been hobbled a couple of times yeah, this season, exactly. so he's he's already at a wit's end. I yeah. would definitely look forward or look into picking up Gio Bernard. And Bernard was back is back healthy now, so yeah. he, he was out for a little bit, but he's 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 good to mm-hmm. go. Uh, Jalen Samuels is another one, uh, three down back for James Conner. Not as talented, but, you know, he'll be just fine in that offense. Yeah, it's something about Pittsburgh. I mean, he had D'Angelo Williams, James Conner. Anyone who comes in there kind of just dominates that backfield. It's the system. It's offensive line. uh, And it's like, it's really uh, working with that offensive line and that that offense in general is is, is amazing. Yeah. Um, But everyone seems to be panicking about James Conner. Like over the past couple of weeks, yeah, not so down, great. two like about two weeks of down weeks. Yeah, yeah, I mean he still played on eighty six percent of snaps. Yeah. Um, you know the past it's two still games. there. The opportunity is still oh, there yeah. for him to give you those same games he was giving you. Two exactly. Weeks I ago. mean they were down against Jacksonville. Yeah, right. You get spoiled. You know. Yeah, so you exactly. Expect the like, 20, hey, 30 you didn't give points. me forty points. What's yeah. up? What's going <laughs> What's on? What's the matter with you? Um, so they played in Jacksonville, not the easiest place to play. They played in Denver, down in that game as well. So if you look at the games he had ridiculous workloads in, it was Atlanta. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, okay, Cleveland earlier in the year. So outside of Baltimore, these are all teams who are very vulnerable to the run. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, or they got up, like in Baltimore, and they just grinded it out. Right. So those are just, it's just, you have to look a little bit deeper, you know, and yeah. look at why. Yeah, you can't um, just think automatically, oh, James Conner is now a bust. You have to look to why, I have, he, like, why he has not been not, giving you as many points. You like, can't I'm freak out yet. I'm not trying to trade James Conner. Like, people are, are messaging me on Instagram. <laughs> should, I, should I do like, Someone told me they traded James Conner for Nick Chubb. And, and yeah, like, Nick Chubb has been playing great, yeah. but his schedule was, was cake. Yeah. Like, like, the last five weeks, it was like, you know, so Tampa, uh, he had Tampa, Pittsburgh, where he didn't do great, uh, Kansas City, Atlanta, Cincinnati. Like, you're buying him high right now, and you're selling Connor low. Yeah, like, you have to, right now, you do have to start looking towards the rest of the season yeah, schedule, because these are your playoffs, exactly. so this is a very you important look time. look in the past and see, like, what they did, and then project that moving yeah. forward. I mean, Chubb saw less than 50% of snaps against Kansas City. And, yeah, he saw volume, and he saved you with a touchdown because it's a great matchup. Mm-hmm. But he only called one pass in that game. He's not that involved. Even though, did you see that catch last week? Yeah. He, oh, my goodness. Yeah. That was amazing. That was amazing. And and the Njoku uh, <laughs> touchdown was, was also also really dope. That I love hilarious. that. Yeah. He said he was he's like, I was an idiot, and I jumped at the five-yard line. Oh, he said and that? So, I didn't yeah, hear that. And somebody just carried me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I, 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 didn't, I didn't hear him say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, anyway. Uh, Jamal Williams is another guy. Like, he's not efficient, right? But he's going to be the three-down back if Aaron yeah. Jones were to get hurt. You know, if you and remember, like, Jones was a little injury-prone last year. Right. Um, he's getting a bigger workload now, so I would handcuff him if you have him, if you have Jones. Um, yeah. I have Chase Edmonds down, too, for Chase David Chase Edmonds, Johnson. for sure. Uh, for sure, he would be their three-down back as well, very capable. Uh, Rex Burkhead, if either James White or Sony Michelle were to go down, We've seen how injury prone Michelle has been. Burke would slide into either role if either of them either of them were to yeah. go down. I think a lot of James White owners are very disappointed that Rex Burkhead has came off of the eye. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and I would be too. I mean, like maybe not this week, but moving forward, yeah. he's going to get a little bit of a percentage, and whether that's twenty twenty five percent, it's going to cut into their field time. Right. I don't think you have to worry so much about Sony Michelle, and you know, I think it's really just. Yeah. James White there, well, but Tony Michelle too. I mean, you got to think about the he's packages, also very injury prone. The right packages now. that Rex Burkhead had, had a lot of red zone packages yeah. for the Patriots. So right, he steals those goal line touches. He might steal a little bit of red zone looks inside the five here and there. Mm-hmm. Will you play action to Rex Rex and then he runs yeah. a little flat route into it's, the into the. It's it's the risk you take when you go with a Patriots exactly. running back. That's you know, exactly you right. know what you're getting into. Yeah. I mean, a two man backfield, it's easy. Yeah, Tony Michelle's the early down guy, yeah. goal line guy. James White, the yeah, everyone else guy. was wiped out. Now you have to start wondering about that exactly exactly all right uh all right so let's move into some defenses um so who are some defenses you like um, going into I, the playoffs one of my favorites well this week i really love the kansas city chiefs against oakland i think that they're probably available in almost all your leagues it's definitely worth picking up and streaming um but for the playoff push i really love um my my first priority would be the denver broncos um this week they they've got cincinnati um, week 14, you go into San Francisco. Um, 15, you got Cleveland, which is like middle of the pack, but still the, the Broncos' defensive talent, I think, could have no problem doing well there. And the very last week for the for the big game, they're playing Oakland. Right. And that's exactly who you want. you got three good matchups right there. <laughs> yeah, um, really good. You know, and, and on top of that, this week, if you need a defense this week, they're also great. Yeah, they're, they're fine the for Bengals. that too. Yeah, you're going against... Uh, Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, Driscoll. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think that they're they're gonna get lucky there. Um, so if you I, got if you got Denver, you, you're set. Yeah, I'm pretty happy if I got Denver yeah. this week off the um, waivers. Even Cleveland too. So the interesting thing about Cleveland is that yes, their offense has been improved, but if you look at who they played, the, the matchups were pretty in their favor. Yeah. Um, and also Denver is one of the best DVOA wise at rushing the quarterback. Right. 
Cleveland, even though Baker Mayfield has been really good about not taking any sacks over the last two games, the only other QB to do that was Drew Brees. Um, Even though he did that, the other two teams weren't pressuring him as much. So we could see him take a couple sacks. Yeah. And that type of pressure leads to fumbles and interceptions Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, they're going to rattle him up. I mean, when you got somebody like Von Miller and Chubb coming at you, you're going to get rattled. 100%. So. Um, any any other defenses you like? Yeah. Um, another one I really love is the Washington Redskins. They've kind of silently been doing well all season long. Yes. Um, I mean, this week they, they get Philly, which even though I'm a Philly faithful, Philly diehard, <laughs> um, the offense just hasn't been moving like your Super Bowl champions last year. So um, I think the Redskins could do well there. Uh, then you get the New York Giants. The Jaguars and Tennessee. Yeah, and and if you look forward to Week 15, um, you might you know you're not going against Blake a Blake Bortles led team even, because could be th- Cody Kessler exactly. So who knows who you're getting that is, by Week that, 15? That might be a, a pretty good streaming streaming option that week as well. Yeah, um, and and not always. I mean, you don't necessarily want to always play these people every single week of this playoff. These are just teams that. I'm suggesting maybe, you know, stash on your bench for certain weeks where you want to use them. Yeah, exactly. And I'm okay holding two or three defenses at this point. Yeah, I'm like over, like, if I have somebody like, I don't know, Kiki Cutie or like uh, Christian Kirk. I mean, even though Christian Kirk's actually been doing fairly well, I'm not playing them. It's it's very rare that I'm... It's playoff time, unless Yeah, it's time to, you know, start your studs. I'm not really trying to get cute about anything. So I don't mind housing, you know, two two defenses. I don't care. Exactly. Just just yeah. hold them. Your opponents can't get them, and you'll kind of know who you're starting. Yeah. Um, like right now, I'm holding Pittsburgh because they play they play Oakland week 14. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. They're is... just sitting on my bench, and they'll stay there till yeah. uh, week 16. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so another defense, Detroit. Um, now they're not like the best defense in the world, but they are going against Arizona week 14, which is kind of crazy because last year they were actually they actually were a top defense. They were they, they did well. Yeah, because fantasy. they created a ton of turn- turnovers. Last yeah, year. a lot of touchdowns, things exactly, like that. Exactly. Um, they are one you remove from that. You don't want to play them this coming week at all. No. They're playing the Rams. No. I think you should avoid at all ca- uh, all costs. <laughs> Please don't play them. You might take a negative. Um, but in week 14, you've got Arizona who. Just can't score yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, Buffalo, which is giving up the the most points to opposing defenses, right. you know. So and then and then you have Minnesota. Obviously, I wouldn't. Yeah, play they're, them. They're... I, I wouldn't really play them against Minnesota. Yeah. Obviously, um, they're at even though Minnesota's in Detroit that week. I'm not. I wouldn't. I would, I'm yeah. not really feeling that. Kirk Cousins. I mean, you either get superstar Kirk Cousins or you get like that poor play. I yeah. It's not. I I don't want to risk it with I the Lions defense. They're not good enough exactly. for me to and be that, confident. And that's a good point, right? But like, week fourteen and fifteen, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and and when you're trying to figure out like who you should play, like lean towards the better defense. Like yeah. if you're in between two, like lean towards. And Detroit isn't like I would consider them like in that category. Yeah. It's just more about will they have an opportunity? It's to really just there. their matchups that really you're playing is. by there. Uh, Buffalo. Uh, they're going up against the Jets at home. They got Detroit at home week four, so that's week fourteen and fifteen. So in Buffalo, tough place to play. Yeah, they play better at home um, against the Jets and at Detroit. So I mean, uh, with Detroit coming into town now, uh, I think Sam Darnold was warming up today, so he might end up playing in that game. Yeah. So he might play this week. I'm but not he, even. I'm still not even that excited. Like I'm not, yeah. you know, threatened by Sam. Oh Darnold no, no, I meant that. Point. That's a better. That's oh, a better it's like thing. a better scenario. I'd rather yeah. have. 
if I'm if I'm going up against Sam Darnold with my defense, yeah. with the Jets, I'd rather, rather go yeah. up against Sam Darnold than Josh, Josh McCown. McCown. I think Josh McCown is like a veteran, and he might not turn the yeah. ball over as much. Um, yeah. any, any any other defenses you got? Um, I did uh, put down um, weirdly the the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Um, this week they get Buffalo. Right. Uh, week fourteen, you're That's probably in not... Miami. Is that is that right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, week fourteen and fifth or week fourteen, you're not going to want to play them. They're playing New England. Right. Um, fifteen is Minnesota again. Not really where you'd want to play them, but for week sixteen, they get the Jags. Nice. Um, so anyone who's in that those last two weeks there, I'm trying to find defenses that I'd like to stream to play because you're playing to win it all at that point. Exactly. So I'd rather take my chances on the the Jags there against the Dolphins. Um, Green Bay. Is another one that I, I liked for this week. For this week, yep, yeah, Arizona. they have Arizona. Then you want to avoid them in week fourteen and fifteen. You got Atlanta and Chicago, um, but week sixteen they get the Jets. Right. Well, you know, I, I like I always like home favorites, home yeah. fa- who, home teams who are favored by a lot, and they're favored by a lot this week. <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't be favored by a lot yeah. with how they've been playing. Yeah. And Arizona's past defense is a little bit sneaky. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how that game turns out. It'll be yeah. interesting. It'll be interesting. Like I'm, I'm, like if I were to bet. Like I would bet that you know they they cover the spread. You know yeah. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 we'll see. Um, another defense, Tennessee. Um, if they're available. Um, oh yeah. Uh, they have Jacksonville um, at home. They go up against the Giants in New York, and then they uh, they come back home, and the Redskins come to town. So yeah, where you've got Colt McCoy and exactly. a decimated offensive line. Exactly. Exactly. And Tennessee uh, puts pressure too. So yeah. Um, for week 14, you got uh, the Chargers, too, if they're available. Cincinnati, um, you know, obviously you want to go up against Cincinnati right now. You got Kansas City, where you, obviously you wouldn't play them that yeah. week. But then you have Baltimore. Um, and, you know, if if Joe Flacco isn't back by then, you, you could have a situation where a couple of interceptions get thrown right. um, from Lamar Jackson. Yeah, so he's still a rookie. And- exactly, exactly. I mean, even though he'll put up fantasy points for you, he can still... Yeah, he still makes mistakes. Especially if the Chargers go up in that game. Um, And I I just want to point out, too, like, I'm probably not dropping. If I have a defense that's like Chicago or Minnesota, the Rams, the Texans, I'm probably not taking them out of my lineup unless they are playing somebody like the the Chiefs or the Saints or someone that has a high-powered offense. And don't drop them. Yeah, no. (laughs) Like, for example, Baltimore plays Kansas. Don't give your opponent, you know. Exactly. Baltimore plays Kansas City week 14. Yeah. Um, So people might drop them. Yeah. Right? Um, they Baltimore is at home against Tampa Bay in Week 15. Now Tampa Bay they can score, but we really think about like I think about it. I think about Jameis in Baltimore doesn't sound like a great. <laughs> yeah, day. I mean the thing with Jameis like all year long was if he's playing poorly they send in Ryan Fitzpatrick and it's just I don't know you're just I mean, getting James a lot of inconsistency. Like, Jameis like. Four, five interceptions against Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then they're like, okay, we, in Cincinnati, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna tap out now. We're gonna switch. <laughs> great. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he's also one of those people that sometimes he he wins you your day, and there's times where you're just like, I knew I shouldn't have played him. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that that sounds that sounds about right. Uh, do you have any other defenses, or should we move on? Um, that's all I really okay. had for um for the streamers that, that I liked at least. Sounds good. So. Yeah. I, I made a list of a few guys who might, like, waiver wire guys who you, you might have picked up over the last couple of weeks or this yeah. week who were potential 
potential league winners if things work out the right way. Yeah. Right. So obviously yeah, the fantasy gods, stars have a Yeah, line. exactly. So like everything the, in the world like makes sense. Josh Adams, Gus Edwards, those are the obvious ones, right? Like you're picking up a running back this late in the season with this t- type of volume. You didn't have that, right? Right. Going into the season. So going into the playoffs, you kind of you might have a little bit of an edge. Um, Josh Reynolds is another guy like yeah. who has high upside in this Rams offense. Um, they had a buy to kind of like work him back in. Remember, like Cooper Cup isn't coming back. Yeah. Right. So he wasn't. He's when he was playing in place of Cooper Cup a couple weeks ago. They knew Cooper Cup was coming back. So like right. he was just a fill in at that point. They need him now. Yeah, he's the guy now. They're trying to win a Super Bowl here. So they I mean, need to he, get him involved. Even before the bye, I mean, in Kansas City, he had six receptions, 80 yards for a touchdown. Exactly. So that's that's Cooper Cup type. Yeah, and, and one of the and one of the games without Cooper Cup, he had two touchdowns. So, yeah. uh, you know, he, he has that ceiling. Um, obviously, Kansas the Kansas City game, you know, think the numbers might be inflated a little bit because of how crazy offensively that game was. Um, but at the same time, like, you, you look at – Somebody who has upside, and you want to tie yourself like, you know, I posted this on Instagram too. Like, you want to tie yourself to a good offense, like when in doubt. Like, you want to have the third wide receiver on the Rams when they play three wide receiver sets almost every yeah, single play. Because you have your odds are a lot better of, exactly. of that working out. Exactly, and the schedule isn't that bad either. No. Um, but yeah, no. See, he's another guy like uh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore, I do love. I did have him on my waiver editions. Yeah. I, I mean, he's. He's almost completely owned. He's right. probably like seventy percent owned in ESPN. Oh yeah, he's definitely um, owned. But he's a but guy it, but that... if you did snag him, um, I'm I'm probably I'm playing him. Devin Funchess wasn't seen at practice today either. Right. So, I mean, he's the guy when especially when he's not there. If Devin Funchess, I mean, Devin Funchess had eight targets in week. So last week was and he week hasn't 12. been producing anyway. No, he hasn't. But the t- if if you're moving eight targets from Devin Funchess and spreading that around a little bit. You can bet that DJ Moore is going to do something with it. And his his rest of the season schedule looks great. Exactly. I mean, you got Tampa Bay this week, Cleveland, which is meant, but um, then you're you're at the Saints, Falcons, and the Saints again. Right. So they're going to need him. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations if you successfully got DJ yeah, Moore. Yeah, I think so. I think you know, in Curtis Samuel, he's going to do his thing. Also, if you have him, like he's a flyer yeah. uh, because he's been efficient. Yeah. Um. He hasn't. He's not their number one receiver. No, um, he's almost. They they put him in for like a special like special plays. Yeah. Like they'll just it, catch him like, Who is it, it is amazing Curtis though Samuel? because last week his snap his snaps jumped more than a hundred percent. Really? Yeah. He played twenty four snaps in week eleven. And then in week twelve, I'm looking at it now, in week twelve he played fifty seven. Wow, they so got him almost full time. Wow. Um, so which is super interesting because yeah, that's they're going up against Tampa Bay this week. So if you need a flyer, yeah, hey, maybe a like a DFS play there too. Even. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, who else? So it looks like Deshaun Jackson's hand injury isn't going to cost him time. Um, you know, and if it did, uh, you know, a guy like Chris Godwin. Like, really jumps off the page to yeah. me because he's really good. Yeah, he is really good. And if he's on the field, like, 100% of the time, like, he's going to kill it. Because he was already getting a good amount of targets on, like, 50% of snaps. So right. if he plays a full complement, he could kill it. Yeah. There's some, like, uh, I'm not too excited. I know um had a good game last week was, like, Mike Williams. Right. He had four receptions, only 25, 25 yards and two touchdowns. Right. <laughs> I'm not excited about that. That's not something I'm, like, freaking out to go pick off sure. the waiver wire because he had a good game right. because his his stats were inflated by touchdowns right, right, right you right. got to keep in mind he's right. he only got 25 yards there mm-hmm. four receptions not someone i'm i'm looking to pick up i know exactly. a couple people picked him up i noticed that um yeah and like you know 
I, w- I, I just not somebody I'm crazy. These about. are all guys that are probably owned in your league at this point. Um, but these are just guys that we think that could be potential league, league winners, winners or at least help you get over the top. You know what I mean? Like you had a good team, but then the upside of a few of these players really throws it over the top. Yeah. Obviously, like a guy like Amari Cooper last week, he probably helped. You probably got the win last week. Yeah, if you, ha- if if you, you had, had Amari Cooper in your lineup. Um, yeah, and also he's he's uh, I mean. He's a home run right now. I feel like the rest of it's his amazing. season schedule it looks is really great. Good. It looks really so good. if if you were one of the people that stuck by his side during those ugly ugly games right. at the beginning of the season, I think that it's going to pay off here towards the end. It's amazing, right? It's an amazing yeah. like Jerry Jones. Like we everyone made fun of this trade. Yeah, everyone. They but, gave up too much and. But it's da, da, da. really. It looks like it's really working out. Yeah. I, and I also think that Jerry wants to make sure that this trade looks good and works out. That's and they're, true. they're feeding him the ball. Hundred percent. And you yeah. know what's funny, like. They're going to probably do a complete overhaul of this offensive system yeah. next year. So it's just even going to be even better right. for him. Yeah, they, they, he had I that mean, one good game on last week, and yeah. they're talking about like extending his contract and everything yeah. now. So yeah, it's I, I'd much rather him in Dallas. He seems a little more consistent right. than he was with Oakland. Um, we'll get, we could get into him later. Right. So Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, guys that, are, that were picked up. Nick Chubb, obviously, a few weeks ago, yeah. maybe a month ago, that he got, yeah. he got picked up after uh, Carlos High got traded. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you know, these are guys who you picked up yeah. later in the season. I said uh, I, I was a chubby chaser <laughs> because I loved it when when I saw that Hyde moved out to Jacksonville, yeah. I instantly hit the waivers, yep. picked Chubb up everywhere. I loved him in the draft. I, I wanted, to, I mean, I personally wanted the Eagles to draft him. Oh yeah, yeah, I loved him. Right. I thought he was going to do really well. Um, and so far, he's proven every game that he's played in so far. I'm pretty sure it was a good game for him. I don't right. know that he's even had a down game since. He's been the starter. No, I don't think so. I don't think he has. And like, yeah, he, he, and he, ad- he helps you win last week too. If, you, if you had him last week, he did great. Yeah, hundred percent. He has the ability to, to take take any play to the house too, which is always always a plus. Yeah. Um, now let me ask you a question. Okay. With the way, so after the bye, Marcus Mariota has actually been playing really well. Right. He got hurt in that game two weeks ago. What can you do? Um, he wasn't playing particularly well in that game, but it was early in the game that he got hurt. Do you think Corey Davis can become more consistent, and have those big weeks that he's had, like two of the last three yeah. big weeks. What no, I've 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 pondered this thought too about Corey Davis because I've I've was a Corey Davis truthful at the beginning of the season. Yeah. I thought this was going to be his year. I think that Mariota was banged up for for most of this year, and um, now that we're seeing him get a little bit healthier. Um, maybe it's, you know, his throwing, the, what was his thumb, had a like, nerve damage or something? What was it, yeah, it was, so in the beginning of the year, it was um, uh, his elbow yeah, okay. that caused, like, nerve issues. Okay, so yeah, grip the, the elbow was nerve issues. And then this time around, it was just a stinger, so it was just yeah. his neck, so he was fine. So, I mean, he's been playing hobbled. I think since he's been looking a little bit healthier, he looked really good the last game. I don't know if really really good might be a stretch, but he looked a lot better the last game. Um what sucks for Corey Davis is his rest of the season schedule isn't that great. This right. week he has a good matchup with the Jets, but I mean, I, I I think that he's someone to stay hopeful about for next season. I don't know right. that I'm super excited exactly. about him. Exactly, and like people have him in their leagues, right? And and they're trying to they're in the playoffs. They're going to be in the playoffs, yeah. and they're like, well, do, do I, I put trust Corey him? Davis in my lineup yeah. to get me a win because he has the upside? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this the, week I would. Yeah, this week he has the Jets. You know, he has the Giants the following week. You know, he might see a lot of Amukamara, but Amukamara hasn't been great. I'm sorry, not Amukamara, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> General Jenkins, he's yeah. seen a lot, and he hasn't been great this year. Mm-hmm. So, but the Giants yeah. have done a good job, you know, doing a decent job with number one wide receivers. 
And then you got the Redskins, who who suck on the boundary. Like, they suck on the perimeter. So he's an option then, too. Yeah, so he is an option like, for Week 16. Like, it's a He's a scary player to put in your lineup. If he was playing, like, Jacksonville, yeah, and then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, these, these Dallas, in like, Chicago, you, you, you're, you're yeah. like, all right, don't play him. And you, you know. But the matchups are, like, right at the brim where you're just like, yeah. oh, do I put him in my lineup? Yeah, where you almost have to. That's tough. You have to have a it's, mental it's battle with yourself i mean it really depends on who else you're playing over him um if you don't have anyone else it's better and you're taking a chance on of course on you I mean, know i mean you accept that boom bust nature yeah. at that point you yeah know, you i mean you've else. already accepted it if you right. have him on your lineup exactly. you know you're you're gonna have that battle with him where you're finally t- sick of him you sit him he blows right. up put him in and does nothing sit him again blows up right so i mean it's really if you could take the risk of him having the bust right Right. You know, um, so I, I was looking at the the quarterbacks with the good schedules, right? And then I saw. I mean, obviously, I have Patrick Mahomes in a couple leagues. Yeah. And you know, by the way, he has a terrible playoff schedule. Like, does he? Yeah. I no. mean, maybe terrible is an exaggeration, but we have to find out if Patrick Mahomes is matchup proof. He has the Ravens um, at home, which is a good thing, right? He'll be. I, yeah. I think I rather I rather him play in Arrowhead than anywhere else. Right. You and, know, and they the, do well there. And the Chargers. He plays the Chargers week fifteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then in Seattle. Seattle, week 16. So not great. Yeah, kind of ugly. Not great, but you're starting him no matter what. Yeah, is, is, I am, mean... Am I, am I right? Yeah, I think yeah. you start Patrick Mahomes on his bye week. He's so good. At, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's really so, he's really hard to sit over him. But he also was your backup, probably, going into the season. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe it does depend on who your quarterback so, is to go otherwise. If they have better matchups, especially when he plays someone like... Jacksonville, maybe so, so, you know, so or not Jacksonville. Um, like when he when he plays so he like the Chargers. This, he played Jacksonville yeah, he this year. Yeah, he had a down game. So and like his only touchdown, I think, was a rushing touchdown. Otherwise, he would have had like yeah, because he had no game. throwing touchdowns yeah. that game. Um, so it's interesting. Well, is he? It's so, yeah. and I think that was was that that in, was his worst game of the year. Was that in Jacksonville? Or was that in Kansas City? In Kansas City. In Kansas City. Okay, interesting. All right. Well, yeah, two interceptions. Because then you have the guy that I mentioned before, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Right? And Rams, Packers at home. Now, like, if you're shooting for that upside, are you going Trubisky over Mahomes? Rams, Packers, again, okay, at home. Yeah, that, the Ravens, is, that is a tough situation. Or the Ravens and Chargers at home. I think you would kick yourself if you didn't start Patrick Mahomes right. and, and you watched him put up the points that he puts up. I think I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I think that I would probably... I, think that's the st- problem. I would still roll the dice on Patrick Mahomes. Right. I think that's the problem, right? Like, yeah. You would, like, you would feel so shitty... You would feel like you got cute and you shouldn't have did right, that, you right, know? Right, right, right. Especially during playoff time. It's almost like you, you just start your studs and then just, like, set it and forget it. Right, And right. don't overthink it maybe too much. Exactly, exactly. All right, so do you have anybody, any other quarterbacks that you like? Um, Yeah, one of the guys that I really like is Cam Newton. Um, The rest of his season schedule is almost perfect. Um, You've got Tampa Bay this week, week 14, Cleveland. Then you get New Orleans, Atlanta, and New Orleans over again. That's pretty good. That, that's that's pretty ideal. Yeah. That's that's somebody that you want to have um, starting for you during the playoffs. Um, another one that I really like is Drew Brees. Congratulations. He's done great all year. He's going to help you for the playoffs too. Um, this week, uh, not ideal, Dallas. Um, but week 14, Tampa Bay. 15, Carolina, 16, Pittsburgh, and then Carolina again. Um, not that you're playing him in Week 17 anyways. If you're in any league that has you playing your playoffs in Week 17, you should demand your money back because <laughs> that's just rude. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean. 
All right. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, so do you want to get into the Thursday night game? Um, got, yeah. What, what yeah. do we got? We got Saints, Saints in Dallas. Saints in Dallas. Um, I'm kind of excited about this game. I actually think it's going to be a good game. Um, I know probably a lot of people are taking their bets on the Saints, saying that they're just going to blow Dallas to the water, expose them. But um, Dallas's defense is actually doing pretty well. Um, as much as it pains me to say it, do not love Dallas, but I won't be biased here. I'll, I'll say they are doing really well. Um, the Saints have been averaging over 30 a game. The Cowboys haven't even given up 30 points yet, and the closest was 28 points on on Monday Night Football versus the, the Titans. That, isn't that so interesting? <laughs> it's all, very all interesting. Teams. Oh, yeah, the high-powered <laughs> offense of the Titans. Like, no. no. So um, I, I think that's an interesting t- statistic. Um I don't think that the Cowboys have the offensive firepower to keep up with someone like the Saints, but their defense is going to keep them in the game, if anything. Um, Dallas has the fourth-best run defense in the league. The Saints have the first-best run defense in the league. So you almost have to eliminate the run in this game, which could be fun for the passing game because you might you may just have to pass the ball to get anywhere. Really interesting to see what Zeke is going to do in this game. Yeah, you know, I can't wait to... <laughs> how hard the Cowboys are going to try to continue to run the ball and just play their game. Yeah, I, yeah, that is exactly what they do. So do you do that against the number one run defense right. in the league? Um, something that I thought was worth noting with, with that being said, um, the Saints have allowed just 73 yards per game to um, running backs within the last couple games um nobody has ran for 70 against them nobody that includes guys like Gurley and Barkley who I who I said I thought was comparable to somebody of Zeke's talent um Gurley for 68 yards on 13 carries and a touchdown Barkley had 10 carries for 44 yards and a touchdown so I mean that touchdown will save you if that's probably I mean what he's gonna he's probably gonna get touchdown he usually does um but, I mean, last week, uh, I thought this was great, that Coleman and Ido Smith combined for six yards on 12 carries. That, isn't that, that's so That's crazy. like you almost stopped. Yeah, it's just the, like, the just run. stop. Just don't yeah, worry. That's just, like Madden-type yeah. stuff. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> to see that statistic, you know, they just completely eliminated their run game. So, for the Cowboys, who are so dependent on Zeke in those things, we're going to have to see Dak use his arm. Right. And win this game which is I, I do have Dak as like a good streamer this week because oh, yeah, I, think I think that so. he does have to use his arm more in this game because you're not going to be able to depend on Zeke as much unless Zeke is just going to be that that one outlier that just kicked the Saints ass right. you know what I mean but it, it's it's going to be tough you're, the volume's still going to be there for Zeke I really like Cooper in this game um he's seeing a ton of targets um, especially if the Cowboys are playing from behind, then it's it's going to Cooper. Yeah, and, and number one wide receivers have done, generally done well against the Saints this year. Yeah. For the most part. So I think yeah. it'll be just fine. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore is not playing like he right. was last year. and right. They're a little – they've been playing better it's as amazing. of recent. So Eli Apple yeah. shadowed Julio in that game on Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah. which is like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore was supposed to be your shutdown guy. Mm-hmm. What happened? And you have Eli Apple And you out just there. traded for Eli Apple, who was terrible last year, who, who was playing a lot better this year, no doubt, but he's not going to be able to hold Shadowing Julio. Shadowing Julio Jones. That's amazing. I mean, rookie, he was defensive rookie of the year last year, Marshawn Lattimore. Right. Right? Yeah. But I don't know, just a fall from grace. It's crazy. From, hit from it's him. Crazy. It happens a lot. Um, But yeah, I... Uh, now, what about the wide receivers on the New Orleans side? Obviously, Michael Thomas is... is 
obviously a play, but yeah, he's a play. He's in a tougher matchup because he does get you know Byron Jones. I, right. I doubt he's going to have two down games right. though. It's just like I don't see that happening. I know. You know, Byron Jones usually doesn't shadow, so yeah. you know, Michael Thomas should see. And he uh, moves around. A he moves around too. a lot. He so, moves around the slot. He moves yeah, I don't know that you have to worry about Michael Thomas having another down game and you're yeah. freaked out because. You know, Byron Jones is playing lights out back right. there. Now, if you um, need some upside, Traquan Smith was removed from the injury report. Yeah. So he's going to play. Um, and opposite Byron Jones, I mean, the Cowboys have been a little bit vulnerable. Um, so the Cowboys have given up the sixth most fantasy points to Traquan Smith's primary side of the field. He plays on that side of the field most of the time on the right side. Um, Dallas has given up the sixth most fantasy points to wide receivers on that side, the tenth most over the last four games. Um, so it, there is a vulnerability. So if you yeah. need upside, go there. Yeah, um, I would go there. Um, he's just about the only. only if you need upside though. He, yeah, if you're chasing upside, Traycon Smith, I'd go yeah. for. Otherwise, I don't even know who I'm trusting on on the Saints right. receiving core, other than Thomas and Kamara, and then Traycon Smith for the upside. Kamara had one catch <laughs> yeah. in both he had games a over terrible. the past two games. Terrible game as far as Alvin Kamara games right. go. Right. Um, he didn't do much for you this past week. I think he got like 10 or 11 points, something really – that's really down for Alvin Kamara. Sure. And he doesn't get a much easier matchup this week going against the Dallas's run defense. Right. But you're still starting him. There's Don't be crazy and try to swap him out for somebody else. Guess you're who, starting Kamara. Guess who was going against Alvin Kamara last week? Who? This guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah, that. that's like you get you get a break. You know what I mean? 100%. You're like, God, thank I mean, he, God. against Atlanta? Like, yeah. I thought he would have like 40 oh, receptions against him. He, and, and Atlanta's like, th- their weakness is those passing down. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy how they things happen sometimes. They give up like, the most receptions to running backs, and all of a sudden Alvin Kamara comes in and catches one pass. Yeah. Like, that's wow. when sometimes fantasy football just kicks you in the mouth. Yeah, I mean, like, in situations that should be the most perfect and most ideal Sure bet. I right. don't know if said it. Forget it, always, it. It never ends up that way. No, that's what, what I said about OBJ last week going against Philadelphia. Right. He should have had a monster game. Exactly. Should have had a monster game. Exactly. But he didn't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know that I'm trusting any other receivers. Uh, like last week, literally the four players that <laughs> Drew Brees threw to were for touchdowns: Tommy Lee Lewis, Austin Carr, Dan Arnold, and Keith Kirkwood. I barely know them. (laughs) That's the please do not go pick these people up expecting this to happen every week. I don't think that this is something that's that's going to be consistent. Um, That's just Drew Brees. Uh, He he's thrown uh, touchdown to thirteen different players this season. He tied a record. I I don't know who I forget who he tied it with, but um, that's a lot of different players. That's a lot of different inconsistency. That's why Thomas is someone who's always consistent that I trust. Yeah, like other teams are just like taking away. Weapons from Drew Brees and Drew Brees is yeah. like okay, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I got, you want to eliminate Thomas? Yeah, no got, problem. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, it's, I got it's Dan Arnold, the new hot <laughs> tight end Arnold, rookie. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I think Dan Arnold on Yahoo, his designation is a wide receiver and a tight end. Oh my god! So you can play more. Yeah. Also, so and just to show him on that on Yahoo, if you play on Yahoo and you own James Conner, um, you have James Conner on your team. Jalen Samuels is a tight end is tight end eligible. Okay, so you could plug so him, you in, your tight him end. in your tight end you, spot. You could get a little, you, a little that's, crazy. That's weird. That's just weird. Right <laughs> you could there. have a running back in the tight end position. That would be ideal. Yeah. It's, <laughs> on the Steelers, yeah. I'll, yeah. Take, I'll take the Steelers running back in my tight end yeah. spot anytime. <laughs> I'll have four running backs on my lineup yeah. that week just, just to crush. Crazy. Um, but, um, no, I mean, Drew Brees has been playing lights out in general. Um, I don't think he's talked about enough for how, as much as he's done. He's 39 years old. He's just He's just killing it. I mean, we stopped kind of talking about Tom Brady and his age, and we just forgot that Drew Brees also is pushing almost 40 years old. 
Um, he's thrown for 29 pa- uh, touchdown, touchdown passes so far and just two interceptions, which is crazy to me. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure his second interception was on Thursday. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, he's just playing lights out. I don't know who's stopping the Red Hot Saints. It's going to be interesting. Um, but mean, it should be a good game. Like, it really, yeah. I think that, you know, the Saints are getting finally a defense that can maybe, I don't know, uh, slow uh, them down a little. I'm really hoping for a, a Saints-Rams NFC Championship. Yeah, I would love. I know you would love Philly in there, but it's Yeah, not no, there. trust me, um, I've already, <laughs> I, you, it's you, not you that I've given it. up all yeah. hope, but I've, I'm just not an idiot, yeah. you know, so... Um, but you know what? You got your championship. We did. You know, I'm still, I still have like the Super Bowl hangover myself. Where I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. Of course. Uh, people I, make the joke. I'm a the, Jets the, fan, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. You understand the disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they said, you know, it's uh, it's dreams and nightmares is our theme song. We had our dreams last year. And oh, the Meek Mill. Yeah. We're yeah, yeah, in yeah. our nightmare right now. So hopefully That's next year we just go back to the dreams. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, no, I think I think things are pointing up. It's just yeah. that you know if the secondary gets back together. And, yeah. Like, I mean, we lost. Golden uh, Tate starts getting integrated into the offense yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I wish. I mean, even though our offensive coordinator made the comment that that was weird, I don't he know why doesn't he know how. How do you say that as he your? Said, what did he say? He said it's hard. He doesn't know how to integrate Golden, Golden Tate offense, into the yeah. offense. You picked this guy up yeah, to put him in your exactly. offense. Why'd you pick up somebody you right. didn't know what to do with? And like, figure it out. Like, you're the offensive coordinator. Honest like, to God, why I are you mean, you have so much. Public? He's been playing for years. He's consistent. He's good. Right. What is the confusion here? Put him in the slot. Exactly. Let him do what he does. Exactly. He's the yak king. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Yeah, throw in Aguilar for special packages. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm disgusted with that. But, but anyway. um. I, I, they, they lost Frank Reach to you yeah. know to the Colts, who are obviously took a step forward. He was yeah. he's very well missed. Right. Um, I think losing Legarrette Blunt weirdly also kind of brought them down. He was a bruiser. He got those goal lines. Yeah. and he Just was able to move the ball right. when we needed him to. Right. Um, he always moved forward. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two or three he's yards, a big dude. Forward. Yeah. You know, so he's always moving forward. It's only yeah. Derrick Henry who doesn't know how to move forward <laughs> right. and use his massive yeah, size. He's he's a, he's, 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 he's a disappointment. <laughs> For sure. For me, um, at least. But yeah, so I think it's going to be a good game tomorrow yeah. night. Um, we'll, we'll see how much fantasy, how, how much scoring we get. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What's no, the over-under on a dude? Do I don't know. know I, have it, I actually have it right here. Let's yeah, see. I'm curious. Uh, 53 points. Wow. Uh, New Orleans favored by seven. Favored okay. by a touchdown. So it's interesting. So Dallas has an implied yeah. total of a good amount, actually. So <laughs> that's that's one of the highest, like, no, it's the fourth like highest scoring Yeah, game. it's a pretty high scoring game, which I don't, high. I didn't, me personally didn't yeah. really predict it to in be Dallas, in Dallas too. a high scoring affair. Yeah. But, you know, these primetime games, I don't know if they set it up this way or what, yeah. but it seems almost like they're loving offense. You right. know what I mean? There's a right. lot of scoring yeah. well, this from whole, somewhere. This, every, every, in this whole league right now, it's just, yeah. all, it's just, Score ha- scoring heavy like that. Yeah. That Rams like we were going oh, we were going to do a podcast that, on the Rams that was, and I was Chiefs ecstatic day. To that. <laughs> it was an amazing. It was an yeah. amazing game. Like yeah, fantasy points galore. They were just flying everywhere. That's crazy. what people want to see. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that's what I want to see. Kira, I I really really appreciate you coming on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I appreciate you having me. This was super fun. Um, and hopefully we can do this again. Yeah. Um. So so again, like, where can people find you on Twitter? Um, at P football with the L's being ones. That's okay. an 11. Sounds good. So, so make sure to follow, follow Kira, uh, if you can on Twitter, she has a lot of football insight, um, especially for fantasy football insight on there. Um, she's tweeting all day long. So, uh, follow her there. Um, and, uh, we, I really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Thank you for taking the time out. Yeah. Um, I hope this helped you, you know, kind of get your playoff situation right. Um, you can follow me at upper hand fantasy. 
uh, on Instagram. That's kind of where I'm most active. Uh, you can check out my website uh, at upperhandfantasy.com. Post a bunch of articles there. I, w- I will be posting a uh, a week 13 uh, matchup, you know, start said article tomorrow on the website. And then the podcast will be out on Friday. Uh, you know, we're actually going to move the Thursday podcast to Fridays uh, for now. Uh, so that's going to be with Joey, who is fantasy football analyst on Instagram, fantasy.football.analyst. You can give him a follow as well. So we'll be back on Friday, Kira. Thanks again. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. See you again. See you guys soon. Oh, by the way, if you guys could review this podcast, give it five yeah. stars. Only give if you like it. Five stars. Only if you like it. If, if you don't it, like if it, it, it helped you at all. <laughs> if you picked up any defense exactly. and won this week, yeah, I highly that, recommend five that, stars. That would be awesome. But thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.